0: They call us deplorable, and we love Radio. Hi, and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host Hurricane Ann, and I am so happy to have you tune in for this very special episode with my really good friend Lori Alexander, and. Uh, this is going to be a great show, and we uh, originally we were going to talk about Corona and some updates on it, but I think we're going to be extending it a little bit deeper uh, down a rabbit hole that might, you might really enjoy, so uh, we have some really great information. Lori, how are you doing tonight, or today? I'm great, how are
1: you? <laughs> I'm doing great, how are you, Ann?
0: It's a little bit early for us to be doing a show, isn't it? <laughs> I usually do nine in the evening, so... Yeah. Uh, so we have Corona, and uh, just for you listeners, I'm in Texas. Lori is in uh, Illinois, and uh, we have the coronavirus. And Lori has been doing a lot of updates on the Corona, so she knows a lot about it. I've done a few myself. So uh, I was just going to ask you, Lori, what a lot of people think that the, uh, the Corona is a hoax or a you know, bioweapon, or you know, what do you think it is?
1: Well, it's been proven that the uh, the coronavirus is a man-made uh, virus. Um, it has it was created using the CRISPR technology. Um, where it came from, we're not really sure. We've got reports that it came from out of Canada. we got reports that it came out of Wuhan. We don't know exactly where it is, where it came from. But we do you know this is a man-made virus. This is a designer virus. A lot of people are saying, oh, this is just the flu, this is just the common cold. Though it's true that these that those things are coronavirus, that is not what we're just not what we're experiencing here. And when this first came out, it was called it was labeled the novel coronavirus, which told us being novel that this was new. This was something that we've never seen before, so we don't know how it was going to react, and we didn't know basically anything about it. Um, regardless of whether you believe that the coronavirus is real or whether it's not, the social, political, economic, and military impacts that it's having on society is real. We've seen it straight across the board. Socially, um, things are getting closed down. Schools are being closed. People are told to hunker down, to self-quarantine and work from home. Politically, um, we're seeing uh, world leaders um, with the latest being Canada's Prime Minister Trudeau being tested positive for the virus. Um, economically, we're seeing uh, the, the Dow Jones, uh, the, the stock market is taking a toll with this. We are seeing um, this, this un, unnatural run on I don't know, toilet paper that we're seeing. Um, You know, we're seeing it is affecting everybody socially, politically, economically, and militarily. Now NATO is demanding that the United States prove that they can deploy troops quickly by sending 20,000 troops over to to Europe right now um, for this military exercise that's going on uh, there, uh, showing um, our strong arm basically to the Russians and they're only gonna be over there for a short period of time and then they're being brought back to the US. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the saying, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. This reminds me of the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic that was actually essentially spread throughout the world by the military coming home from World War I. So, you know, let's say this is not real. Let's say this is just a hoax. Bottom line is that it's affecting everybody. And you know this is something that that we need to take seriously.
0: Yeah, and, and it seems like uh, President Trump is taking it very seriously. Uh, that's that's for mm-hmm. sure. I don't th- I don't I, I don't think anybody can say he's not. You know, but uh, I uh, when the virus first started, uh, I heard about it right off the bat, and I had I was watching a video out of uh, off of YouTube. And it was a guy from China. And this was at the same time when the Hong Kong protests were going on right when the virus first came out. Well, it, hasn't, it hadn't came out yet. It hadn't came out yet. It was just like the day before it came out. And the guy makes a video, and he said that seven cities in China were rioting and standing up to the Chinese government and that he was in one of the cities. And that he was literally standing by a guy, and the police came over and beat the guy's head in with the wooden baton. Or some kind of baton. And he said there were all kinds of protesters in the streets, and the Chinese government literally ran them over with their tanks. Yeah. Now, and he said that they had locked down these seven cities, and uh, then the video just got scrubbed. It's nowhere to be mm-hmm. found. But I saw this video. The very next mm-hmm. day, we're hearing about this virus. And so I thought – my first thought was, okay, China is uh, uh, making up a story about a virus – to um, stop the protest. But Mm -hmm. then the virus appeared to be spreading, and then the videos started coming out of China of these horrible videos of them getting uh, welded into houses. I saw a video. Mm -hmm. Of course, I can't verify it's true because I know how false media works. It looked very real. And uh, they – guys all in the hazmat seats were literally getting out of vehicles in China. It looked like China. I'm assuming it was China. And we're walking to these people, and they were just shooting them dead. And there were dead people everywhere. People were screaming, and there was real pandemic stuff, you know, and it looked like it was legit, so I don't know. I don't put anything past China, but I can't prove that's true, but it was pretty, it looked pretty real, you know. But But we all know that we can't believe anything coming out of China, but then as the cases started spreading even more, you know, Uh, and then I'm like, well, cool. I guess this is a real virus, you know, so I started listening to your mm-hmm. show, uh, Global Watchmen on YouTube, and uh, learning more and more about the virus, and uh, then it, watching it spread, and then I'm like, okay, so I made a video mm-hmm. to prep for food, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for a pandemic, which is different than doomsday preppers, trying to help some people, because I kind of perceived – I even mentioned martial Law in it, you know, and suggested that's probably what was going to happen, but – uh but now it's everywhere. Uh, my kids' school is closed. Uh, it's all over Australia. I did a show on it last night. And uh, I'm like, wow, you know, this is a really serious virus. And now we have uh, cases in my city and government officials. And I mean, do you think that it's going to be contained well, now with him doing this stuff? Or
1: Okay. Well, first all let's, let's talk about China real quick. Um, it, well, let me just say before I forget it. Um, the coronavirus has now been confirmed in every single state in the United States. So, you know, this is something that, um, you know, we've been watching spread across like wildfire, um, just like it did across China. Now with China, China, the CCP, the, the communist government in China is, they are got to be the most inhumane government on the planet, and by far. They, it is not, I would not put it past them, to release this on their own people to control the protests that were happening. Um, and because, I mean, you notice right after the pandemic was, was released or, or started, um, you know, the, the city like Wuhan and the other six provinces that were experiencing these, these protests, all, you know, there's nobody in the streets. Boom, you know, they completely squashed it, it was done, it was over. Um, and to me, at first, and this was something that I thought about at first, and I'm still not, I'm still not uh, convinced that it's not the truth. Um, it, in my opinion, I believe that China probably uh, is the one that released it. Uh, was this a blow across the, the, you know, the bow of the boat to give a warning shot to the world? Uh, with China saying, "Look at, we're not afraid to release this on our own people. We're not afraid to release it on you either. Do I believe that possibly because now we're seeing these these uh, world leaders that are getting sick and by the way, I do believe that President Trump is ill. Um, I do believe that they are trying to weaken the Western world um, and you know you look at this the the fact that Trump instituted a national Put us under national emergency, national state of emergency. Yesterday, this put into effect certain executive orders put into place through Kennedy, from Kennedy straight down um, to Obama, that now um, certain things can happen. Medical martial law can be instituted. The Constitution has been suspended. So uh, here in Illinois, they're stopping. um, They're they're going after our guns. What they're doing is I believe that they're trying to weaken us to, to possibly, and I'm just saying this is through years and years of research, and this is just my gut feeling, but possibly weakening us in order to invade us. And we already have Chinese and Russian troops on our, our soil right now. So an invasion from the, from the inside out uh, would not be something that would be far-fetched. Look at the West Coast right now. Um, Washington Oregon California are all weakened by this virus to the point where it wouldn't be hard at all people are now in their homes they're not out on the streets so them coming on shore from our west coast and invading us from there really wouldn't be hard now because of the fact that people are in their homes they're in their homes they're weakened they're afraid to go out boom there you go there's your invasion
0: right and i uh I've talked a lot about um china and how they if you go to wolfpack radio that's p a q for pack and you can look at my China, The Real Game of Thrones. It explains a real strategical, tactical plan for China to be able to invade us. Absolutely. And they're probably, probably already have been for years because they actually had access to our port in Long Beach uh, since Clinton mm-hmm. and actually ended up owning it until Trump made them sell it. And I, I covered that in those videos if you go to my station. But what um, uh, a lot of people don't realize is because they own those container ships that they were bringing in these cans, these These containers, just tons, stacked as high as you can see, just thousands and thousands. Now imagine since Clinton was in office, how many millions of those they've brought into this country. Mm -hmm. Now uh, they have a thing called the Club K, and it's a weapon that's built in a container. It's just like a container. You can't tell any difference of it. But the front, uh, front opens up, and these weapons come out of it, and the top lifts up, and these missiles come up out of it. And so they can be anywhere, and those are terrifying. So if you get a chance to go look at the Club K, it's really, really terrifying. They could be set up all over our country right now, and they also – if you look up uh, Chinese prefab container homes, you'll see billions of sites probably. I'm exaggerating, but a lot of uh, container homes by China are prefab, and you can order them, and they're in a container, but they just come apart in their homes. And they're really pretty fabulous actually, but they could literally be sitting Everywhere. I, uh, I'm i in the country, and every almost every other house has these containers sitting out there, but we never talk to our neighbors anymore. you know. So I think it's a little creepy. That, I mean there's so many different ways that they could have uh, infiltrated our country, but uh, Lori, this is – you're going to freak out when I tell you all this, okay? So – all right, I'm going to switch pages for just a second. So uh, Lori and I were planning to do this show with these corona updates, and all of a sudden I remembered this show that I was trying to do in 2016 – and I had talked to Lori, and she was supposed to come on it. And it said uh, – actually, I pulled up the old show, and it still said the special guest, Lori Alexander. That <laughs> was her name before she got married. And uh, she ended up not being able to come on the show, but I had come across a document. And, uh, and I ended up covering it on my show, and then I think Lori and Robbie ended up uh, covering it on hers like the next day and uh, or later that night. And uh, we had got a uh, document, a leaked document from the – Ben Strategy Group, which was uh, to the Clinton Foundation, to Hillary Clinton. And, uh, uh, Laura, you want to tell them about this this document that we found?
1: Well, this document came, came to light uh, late in 2016. Um, I believe it was um, in October of 2016. And it came out um, through the ExoPolitics Activism site. And we started looking at, well, actually, it started with a, with a uh, WikiLeak drop, which led us to this ExoPolitics uh, site that was talking about this leaked document that recommended a false flag alien invasion, but they went on to do to talk about other things on this in this document to save the Clinton campaign. A, am going to read to you. So the document released by the Benison Strategy Group on behalf of the Clinton Foundation reveals that Hillary's presidential campaign is in dire straits due to mistrust over mainstream media coverage and polling. The document analysis, uh, it's supposed to be analyzes, a number of salvage scenarios and recommends one called Firesign, which is a false flag extraterrestrial invasion using advanced holographic technology. It says, The seven-page document is titled Salvage Program and was written less than a week ago. And I'll mind you, this is back in October of 2016 and was leaked by anonymous on October 18th in a video and later made available through the Before It's News website which has a questionable reputation for releasing inaccurate information. But bottom line is here. um, It may have been at that time thought to be fake, but through research, we actually found the document through the Benison Strategy Group, and there was a uh, foundation to try to um, make it so a false flag event could have been put in effect to get people to stay in their
0: homes so they didn't go out and vote for Trump. Right. Let me, can I say something? So, so what they did was they actually went in and they did a uh, survey. So, they did interviews on uh, 2021 adult Americans and they did it by telephone. And they had uh, their marger, uh, margin of sampling error for results based on the total sample was a plus or minus of two percentage points. Okay, so they had a good sample and uh, it was based on voting history 65%, self. At a station 12%, social media data mining 10%, demographic, socioeconomic class 18%. And the sample included 1,101 interviews among landline respondents and 920 interviews among cell phone respondents. So, this was uh, there was no SKUs or narrative uh, screens for uh, employed. So, if you ever study statistics, you understand that that, that looks like a pretty good uh, survey, you know. And so, and when they did this survey, they this was the first time I think that any numbers were actually showing because they were showing that Hillary Clinton was winning. All the media was like, "If they're winning, she's winning, she's winning, she's winning." But then when they come in and did this one; they showed that she was just taking a beating. So it was real brutally honest, and this is you know, unheard of because in 2016, no media said that Trump was ahead, and they had said Hint, uh, Hillary Clinton flash a crash to 12 percent favorability, losing 19 to 77 percent nationally. Right? So they went in there and they start asking all these different people. You know, all these different questions. And one of the things they wanted to find out was what would stop them from voting? Okay. What would stop them from getting to the ballot, to the vote? And so, if you don't mind, Lauren, I'm going to go ahead and read page four, which is the section two of it. I found it very interesting. Mm -hmm. It said Trump voters are virtually unstoppable. Where 100% – and you'll have to excuse me, but I lost my glasses, so I might mess up a little bit. It's real little writing, but I'll try. Uh, Where 11% of hard Clinton supporters could be dissuaded from voting by strong storm, and 17% would balk at a 90-minute wait, Trump's strong – support only diminishes in the events of catastrophic attacks on America. Some demographics, blue-collar white men between the ages of 30 and 64, were more likely to say they would vote in the event of an active riot standing between them and the ballot. No Clinton supporters made it past the Q20 screening question, while 74% of Trump voters moved on to question 21. Now, I can't read all of these uh, questions because there's some kind of uh, code that they put on this paper, and it blocks off some of the letters. But I'm going to give you an example of it. It said, What events would stop you from voting? Okay. And uh, it has a storm, 2%. Uh, these are Trump supporters. A powerful storm, 9%. Zika or other uh, agents, 12%. Threat of violence at polling place, 11%. Long lines, 17%. And 4%. Not sure. What events would stop you from voting? Uh, a storm would stop them. A powerful storm would not stop them. Uh, Zika was only 1%, so uh, the a virus. Uh, threat of violence at polling places 4%, long line 0 to, uh, so basically nothing would stop them. you know. And they said, uh, what events would stop you from voting? And they had threat of war, natural disaster, uh, uh, lethal virus, all this stuff, and nothing would stop the Trump supporters whatsoever. But I thought it was really interesting mm-hmm. that on every one of them that they had the uh, viruses in the uh, – Mm-hmm. setting this stuff loose on this. And uh, they even had shooting war in the neighborhood, an external invading force, a biblical event and nothing would stop the Trump supporters. <laughs> They're just like we're gonna crawl through the coal mine. We don't care, you know? And so uh Hillary Clinton knew this. So then I was sitting there thinking about that and I remembered that interview and that you know, that paper and I was like, Oh my God Not only were they, they were planning on doing a fake alien invasion because they thought that the uh uh, what did they say, Lori, that the uh, because the Clinton voters were women that... Uh, Where did I see it? Give me a second. They wouldn't show up as much and it would hurt her vote because women were more prone to not go out if there was like viruses and stuff. Yeah. I they, think that's what yeah, it said. It.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, that it would yeah, hurt said, uh, her voting. Well, on a second. Let me get to it. Right here. Um, improved strains of Zika virus have been delivered and we have disseminated them to operatives. Unfortunately, this will suppress women voters more than men. Um, this would hurt Hillary Clinton and Trump voters will, are willing to risk lethal pathogens to vote. Right.
0: And so, they, so had, what they uh basic, yeah, they just basically said, there's nothing you can do to win. There is nothing you right. can pretty much do to win. So then they come up with these outrageous things that are uh, – that could actually stop Trump voters from, uh, from showing up. And uh, Right.
1: Well, what they did is they, they did a document analysis on the number of what they called salvage options, salvage to salvage – basically Hillary's uh, run for presidency. And it begins with a non-recommended list which contains a variety of alarming false flag scenarios involved like a red dawn foreign invasion, a cobalt rain radiological attack, civil unrest, Zika virus. I mean, it goes on, it says, the non-recommended, this this was the non-recommended, which was a red dawn, support to widespread while the RG scenario using UN forces and Canadian border infill would be effective in shutting down northern voting. It would simply delay the inevitable and
0: result in hardened support for Mr. Trump.
1: A cobalt rain, which was a...
0: Wait, wait, hang on a second. Hang on one second. It also says because of the risk and issues, because they don't want to do the Red Dawn scenario where they're coming down out of Canada, was because of loss of property and lives and Alternate right forces are prepared for battle. Baby, that's mean. Right. That, that is militia.
1: So right. we actually made right. it. <laughs>
0: right. We made it. Right. So I thought that was pretty right. cool so they that knew was, that we I could stop them. Was, yeah.
1: So then they went on to say cobalt rain, which is a radiological attack. The public has been primed for a radiological attack, and stockpiles have been positioned. But while the psychological impact of a Co-60 weapon is severe, the threshold of opportunity may have passed for this to stop the vote. And then they go on to a uh, a riot, a civil unrest. Again, while staged civil unrest could prevent... A black lives riot, Americans, a black right.
0: lives riot.
1: Right. While they say that it could prevent a pocket of Americans voting, the damage is too to widespread. And they would recommend um, and control uh, the substantial numbers of employed minorities to have defected to Trump. So they couldn't do that because a lot of the black the Black and Asian and uh, you know, Mexican voters, um, they already they already left the uh, Democratic camp and they already went back over to the Republicans. So they couldn't do that because a lot of the rioters were Republicans. So they they scratched that one. So then they went on to a Zika apocalypse. Now mind you, back in 2016, Zika was the virus that uh, the boogeyman of the year. Um, so let's let's take. Zika virus out of the equation we'll put coronavirus in there. Improved strains of whatever virus have been delivered and we have like I said disseminated them to operatives. Unfortunately this will suppress women voters more than men um, but this would hurt Hillary Clinton and Trump voters because, this would not hurt uh, Hillary Clinton because Trump voters are willing to risk lethal pathogens to vote.
0: That's right. We are. They, I got mask and gloves.
1: That's right. Then we went on to which I thought was another interesting
0: one, Sharia oh wait, but escalation. but they did say on that Ziko apocalypse that one of the reasons the risk or one of the issues why they did not recommend it was because of post election control, so they were afraid that if they set this virus or some kind of virus loose, right. that after the election it would have a long range effect and get out of control. <laughs>
1: Right, right. So yeah, that that that's kind of like you know starting a fire and not having to fire a truck there to put to put it out. So exactly, they were afraid that that would get out of control and they wouldn't be able to control it. Yes, it would. Yes, it would stop some of the voters. Some of the voters, um, not the majority of them. But then after the after effects were just too too much for them to risk. So then they went on to Sharia escalation. States have blocked um, have blocked key immigrants immigrant operatives without the required Muslim Islamist population in place, the IE plan will not be sufficiently impacted. And so they wanted to put Sharia law in, but they, they figured they didn't have enough Muslim or Islamic population to, um, to pull this one off. Also because Leo, most law enforcement officers are pro-Trump and will not roll over due to Muslim demands or political corrections or connections, I mean. So they they thought about, you know, pulling the, the, uh, the Muslim card and the Sharia law card, and, but they figured that they couldn't do that because they wouldn't have the support of the law enforcement behind them. So then they decided that they were gonna do an unnatural disaster such as a harp or a subterranean thorough barbaric device in fracking mines um, but they were untested, and surveys suggested this might not stop Trump voters. Unproven techniques um, reactivating HARP may have pale horse protocol ramifications. So all, said nothing's going
0: to stop us. Get on the train or get run over. <laughs> That's how it was. Exactly. That was just so these, a fact. Right.
1: So these are the things that they thought that they, they threw on the table. And they quickly rejected because, well, for obvious reasons,
0: you know. And let me point out, too, that this was for a woman candidate. And they thought that, like, uh, the uh, Zico Zico apocalypse would hurt Hillary because of the women voters. But this election, we don't have a uh, woman running for office. So that would not – that would take that out. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. The the vice president nominations have not been – have not come out yet. We don't know who the running candidates are going to be with with the people or with the the ones that are running. We don't know who Bernie, even if Bernie gets the ticket, we don't know who he's going to pick for a running mate. We don't know who Trump is even going to pick. It may not be Pence. You know, I'm sure it's going to be, but we don't know who the Democrats are going to pick. My thought, my thought on this is that Hillary is going to be a vice presidential pick for one of these candidates. And we know what happens to people that are, you know, that put her, put baby in a corner. You know, God forbid if if, if Bernie gets the ticket and he pulls Trump or pulls uh, uh, Clinton in, or even if uh, Biden. Uh, pulls the ticket and pulls and pulls her in. You know, I I wouldn't sleep with one eye open to tell you the truth because you know we it know could, what it could even be.
0: The... Right, it could be Man- Mancello.
1: Yeah, she was I doing mean, a rally. We
0: don't, we don't yeah, we don't know who the running mate is. But are so to say but that being she's out of it, I is and not uh, not going by what any of the media says, but just by going off this uh, survey. that we have just been going over. They knew in 2016 that nothing was going to stop the Trump train, and so that means that they know it now. So what is Joe Biden, like a sacrificial lamb? Maybe they just threw him in there because they think that they're actually going to be able to stop the election or do something to Donald Trump. You know that they had Uh, alluded this back – even on Twitter about – a while back, though, but about Nancy Pelosi being the next president.
1: Oh
0: dear Lord. Oh yeah, they were like that, Madam that President.
1: Woman, that woman that woman I say I don't I don't usually watch the presidential State of the Union address. But this year I did. And I wanted to reach through my screen, my T V screen, and I wanted to choke that woman with my bare hands. Oh, that I
0: know she's smirk, so disrespectful.
1: I wanted, I wanted to knock that smirk off that woman's face. You know, and then when she when she, you know, had that that. Compass. I, I can't even explain the look on her face when she ripped up the copy of the uh, of the speech. But you know, if that is what they choose to represent this country, then you know what. And this is my opinion: we deserve anything we get. Because yeah. I mean that. No, absolutely not. If they put if they put her up, there. You know what? You know my feelings on Trump. It's not that I don't like him. It's that I don't. I don't. I don't support any uh, satanic world government. And whether, whoever's driving the train, I don't care if it's Trump, I don't care if it's whoever it is driving the the train, the bottom line is eventually we're going to get to the new world order. That is the destination of all of the world governments at this this moment. You know, so it doesn't really matter who it is. But Trump, uh, I forgot where I was going with that.
0: Never mind. Well, it kinda of reminds me of, you know, in Israel back in the Bible, uh back in back in the old days when the cities would they would, you know, start sinning and do real horrible and then God would turn his back on them and then they would uh put on sackcloth and cover their head in ashes and moan and wail and pray and then uh pledge their allegiance back to the Lord and give them Him all their heart and when he saw that their heart had changed he would come back in and grant Them favor and bless them and then they would be victorious and so nobody really knows We always think we're in the end days it it says well many times nobody really knows the end days Even though we think we're in the end days we don't really know the end days and so I kind of look at it like that one verse where it says and God brought in a man to stand in the Gap you know and I kind of feel like he uh, you know that that Donald Trump is a Christian and uh, that he maybe has didn't help us stand in the gap and it helped make our country stronger and brought us together. But, uh, you know, it could be that God is going to turn his favor back on America and forgive us for our sinful ways. And this isn't well, a, a big time about God, you know?
1: It is, it is that is uh, very possible. But, you know, you
0: consider, you consider that this country is still in sin. We
1: still have legalized abortion. We still have legalized same-sex marriage. We still have legalized, uh you know satanic uh symbolism throughout the throughout the country, so you know i you know me, I do believe that God knows
0: that we're trying to fight it, He knows that we're trying to fight it, you know He and knows, he knows that what that we're that up against <laughs> you
1: know? right I believe that must but, be shown on the individual person,
0: not the country, so that's right you know. going back to the uh, uh the the document on that one that we were talking about with hillary clinton so mm-hmm. what so after they went through all these scenarios, okay. Then they—the only thing that they had to suggest was uh, this holograph, which it, it basically affects your prefrontal cortex and gives you like a God moment. They say. But uh, do you want to explain to them about what they were going to do? I don't think they're going to do that now. Obviously, they're trying mm-hmm. to use the uh, the, well, the um, Corona.
1: Right, but let me. Okay, we'll get into that. A bit. Okay, so the they they ditched all of these uh cause zico apocalypse this red dawn this cobalt rain all of this they 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 ditched all that but they did come up with a recommendation um that was uh called the option was called fire fireside which is it uses a holographic technology to create a religious uh awe effect and what it is it, it is essentially is the recommended use of the fire sign technology is to create the illusion of an extraterrestrial invasion, which would allow the creation of an emergency situation that leads to the cancellation of the presidential election. President Obama, that, who was at the time, but this would we're going to take that out, we're going to say President Trump would substantially hand power over to a, um, or no, a, uh, President Trump would, he would essentially, he would cancel the elections, he would stay in power until the, the emergency was over. Okay, now, this goes along with Project Bluebeam. This goes along with the fake alien invasion. We've heard a lot about disclosure in the last couple of years. Uh, The the Pope has talked about it. Back in 2014, or no, I'm sorry, back in 2012, uh, the Canadian defense minister went on to talk about, publicly talk about, um, the several governments of the United States have been working for decades with these extraterrestrial beings. And he goes on and he pretty much gives us all the information that we need on that. And then we put that into effect with back in 1980. Oh, something. I can't remember the day. When president then Reagan was addressing the UN and he said that he felt that a alien invasion was the only thing that could bring this, this world uh, together. It was the only thing that could um, you know, bring the nations of the world together under one. Knowing now that was the new world order. So, um, they recommended this this fire sign. And what this was is, was it says for almost two decades, the Department of Defense and NASA have coordinated in a black book project under the codename Fire Sign. Fire Sign aims to create a religious odd sect in enemy populations to create an instantaneous psychological soft kill. The operation uses high-powered lasers to project real seeming images on the sodium layer a thousand kilometers above the surface. These images can cover hundreds and even thousands of square miles and can appear completely real, three-dimensional, and can move. Now, if you research the blue bees, you know that Essentially, what they're planning on doing is to put these holographic images to each area of the world. So here in America, we would see Jesus Christ. In the Middle East, they would see Mohammed. Um, in China, they would see Buddha or whatever it is the prime religious uh, entity was for that region. This is the reason for chemtrails. They have been bombarding us with chemicals barium aluminum these heavy metals to create an atmosphere that essentially can be used for a one giant projection screen now i'm not going to age you and i and but i'm going to ask you do you remember back with um uh when we used to go to concerts and they would do the laser light shows mm-hmm. do you remember what yeah. they did right before they, they put the lasers on they would they would Fill the auditorium with the fog.
0: Yeah. The
1: fog, exactly. That is essentially what they're doing with the contrails right now. They are seeding the atmosphere to be used as one huge, giant projection screen. And what they plan on doing is using uh, LRAD um, technology. Now, back in the original, the first Gulf War, do you all remember when we would hear on the mainstream media that thousands upon thousands of Iraqi soldiers were surrendering themselves to US military. Do you remember that? Yeah. The reason for that was because we were using technology that was putting the voice of God into their heads and it was terrifying them. And what I'm saying guys is you can you can go and you can research the voice of God technology Put it into a Google search, Voice of God technology and the first Iraqi war and it'll pull up everything. It'll pull up uh, as far as the, the patents and everything on this technology. So this is something that they have been working on for decades and now, now the final piece that they need to run this program, because now see they couldn't do this back in '16 because they didn't have that final puzzle piece that they have now. And right, 5G. but
0: what what they did do, though, and they said on that email, was they said that uh, uh, at, the, at this time, they may not have just been as good, but uh, they had actually uh, – they said that the fireside scenario of uh, invading extraterrestrial force of nearly incomprehensible size and a scale, they put the massive floating cities descending, God-sized walkers among the clouds with terrifying weapons, worlds of fires, and eyes, this phenomenon, when activated, will bring electoral – Electoral and social system to a halt, and in afflicted areas will permit a narrative wherein POTUS, which would have been Obama, is able to call a halt to the invasion and then hand over the torch to Clinton, providing a basic c- continuous state. And they said that they had tried to do this and that they had been real effective in doing it. And if you go to YouTube and Google uh, China, cities in the sky, you'll see all yeah. these videos where they actually were able to do this projection – and it freaked everybody out, and it's really crazy videos, you know. Mm-hmm. And I uh, and mm-hmm. so they had actually tried that, but I don't think that uh, that, that would have been enough. Actually, in, or they might not. What you're fixing to talk about the five G? They might not have had the strength to do it the way they wanted to do it. But I, but before you go into that, I just want to ask you one question. So we had access to this uh, this document in 2016. That means Donald Trump also had access to this, and so did our military, okay, and our intelligence. So right when Donald Trump takes office, which we already know that we have UFOs, that we have spaceships, you know, that that you know our military has been working on in secret. There's no way that Donald Trump would have made a space force if we didn't already have spacecraft, okay? And so the first thing, one of the first things he did was implement the space force. And he, I think that he probably did that because he knew that they were going to try to fake an alien invasion, and that would have been his way to come in and and stop that, you know? Uh because you know, he had access to this too, so he knew that they were planning this, you know. I mean they even had the executive order following it up to show that Obama was planning on implementing this. I really think that exactly. they just didn't have the right technology to probably make it work. Or then it, Trump came it, in and stopped it, you know.
1: Exactly. And and when you look at all of this technology and you look at this, they needed that one last puzzle piece and that was the five G technology. Now that we have the 5G technology, the Internet of Things, and you'll notice that that they're talking about the AI is going to be running this, the quantum computer. Now, I'm not going to get into quantum physics and quantum computers with people, but uh, let's just say this. The difference between a quantum computer and a regular computer is the fact that they are, okay, with a regular computer, you have your binary code of ones and zeros. And the ones and the zeros can only exist in one space. Um, we all know from, from grade school, two, two pieces of matter cannot exist in the same space. It's, it's impossible. Well, not with quantum computers. In quantum computers, the ones and the zeros can occupy the same space, but in a different dimension. If you research CERN and you research quantum computers, you will understand that when in 2007 or 2008, when CERN came online, they realized at that time that they were opening up certain dimensions. And they, they originally it was to find the God particle. They found that early on. Um, so they could have scrubbed the entire process, of the entire program, but they didn't because they discovered that they were opening up these, these portals they were unstable, they couldn't keep them open for very very long, but the information that was coming through these portals was very interesting to them. So they needed to upgrade our technology. Now, whether they got it from the extraterrestrials, whether, wherever they got it, we now have that ability now through quantum computers. In quantum computers, the information coming through the, the quantum computers to this dimension are coming from somewhere else. now, the introduction of 5G is something that they needed, the AI, to run the quantum computer, to run programs like this fire sign, like Project Bluebeam. So are we looking at the possibility of the event um, needed that was released in this salvage program through this venison um, you know, group? absolutely everything is in place and it can be implemented. Now, a lot of people are probably asking, well, what does this have to do with the coronavirus? Okay, so the coronavirus is a virus, and like I said, it's a um, designer virus that was made through the CRISPR program. And what they did was they took this, this coronavirus, this normal, regular, everyday run-of-the-mill coronavirus that causes a regular flu and a regular cold. And they did a copy and paste through the genetics, through the, through the DNA
0: and the RNA
1: of this virus. And they Im- imprinted other viruses into it, HIV being one of them. Now, what, what a virus does is a virus cannot um, survive on its own. What it does is it takes a, a viable, healthy cell, and it attaches itself onto that cell. And it has these little protruding projectile thingies, like kind of like suction cups, if you, if you guys look at the virus, pictures of it. Those things, what they do is it, it attaches onto a normal, healthy cell into and breaks the outer shell, which is the corona of this healthy cell and injects its DNA and RNA into the cell. And that healthy cell now becomes a virus and now that's how it replicates. Instead of that cell replicating healthy cells is now replicating the virus. And through nanotechnology, the 5G um, that we are experiencing now is helping to weaken our normal corona coverings of our cells through the 5G radiation to make it easier for that virus to attach onto itself and to make people sick. And that's why a lot of people are referring to this as the 5G flu or the 5G virus. It's not so much being caused, but it's it's, it's fanning it. It's making it easier for people to get sick. Now, the way this plays into it is because now we're coming up on the election. People are now closed into their homes. People are now getting sick. People are now in one place. We are not moving about like we used to. We're not moving in and out of cities. We're not crossing countryside. We're not flying here, we're not flying there. They have over the last year, year and a half, they we've had that knock at our door or that piece of paper on our on our front of our door saying that we want to switch out your meters and put, put smart meters in. Along with the smart meters, along with these 5G towers that are going along, along with the, the 5G internets that are now on the new phones and on, on our rotors, they have us in our homes. And essentially what they have done is closed the door on the microwave oven. So while we're sitting in our homes, while we're enjoying on the internet, as most people, that's what we're going to do is we're going to sit on Facebook and we're going to sit on our computers, we're going to watch Netflix, we're going to watch YouTube, okay? We're going to plan our phones. Quit talking our about like that,
0: Lori. Stop that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> our 5G meters, our Internet um, um, cell phones, our, uh, our Internet routers are essentially weakening our cell structure to where we can now have this entire program come and and essentially control us through the voice of God technology, through the you know uh, ability for them to to do mind control and to weaken us uh, for this virus. So,
0: yeah. Well, do I think when I'm reading about the the far uh, far science? Hang on a second. Let me find a sheet mm-hmm. of paper. I just had it. It was talking about oh, – hear this. Um, that's not it. Hang on one second. This stuff is so interesting. I've actually been fascinated mm-hmm. with this document for a long time.
1: Well, and, y'all,
0: it was really weird because I called Lori, and I, I was telling her about this today, and she's like, oh, my God, I actually have that printed out on my desk mm-hmm. right now. So this show is just, like, really meant to be, you know?
1: I knew exactly what she was talking about, guys. She paused and she was talking about this, and I pulled the sheet, the paper, and I said, I took a picture of it and I sent it to her. I said, "Look at here." I said, "This has been sitting on my desk for weeks." Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely I mean, an interesting. I just
0: read this part on this document and I can't find it now, and it's making me really angry. But uh, basically, it's talking about how it it goes into. Okay, I know where it's, at. it's on that picture. Hang on a second. I printed out like a thousand of these. In uh, <laughs> I've got like three copies of this because I didn't want to lose it again. Hang on one second.
1: What I thought was interesting, while you're looking for that, I thought it was interesting is, is one of the final paragraphs of this document. It says, many elements in the salvage program document appear to be based on an accurate analysis of prospects of the Clinton campaign succeeding in dis- as distrust in mainstream media and polling reaches unprecedented heights. The fire sign technology has been well known to many UFO exopolitics researchers who over several decades have described it as Project Blue Beam.
0: Right. Okay, I found this. I found it. Let me read it real quick. Okay. It says. Uh, it says the visual cues are augmented with pulsed ELF electromagnetic emissions, and it says see Project sanguine sanguine that attack the specific areas of the prefrontal cortex that are stimulated during religious experience. In limited tests, subjects have been able to be overwhelmed on both axes of vastness and overwhelming of the subject's frame of reference and a powerful need for accommodation. The mix of these two will produce inaction, lack of focus on self or individual interaction, and gross transformation in mental equilibrium. And in a parenthesis it says, a road to Damascus experience. And that's, what it's saying that the fire sign would do to people so that's kind of what you're talking about isn't it where it's changing the Absolutely. stuff and can be you can control well
1: exactly yes uh yeah we're talking about the exact same thing fire sign is uh is is essentially believing
0: great right and so that just totally messes up, all, you know, your whole cognitive, everything about you. Basically, they're not like giving you an a electrical lobotomy, you know.
1: Well, when you, talk, when you look at the, the entire aspect of it, okay, um, Voice to God technology is using LRAD. It uses low-frequency ELF, uh, ELF, LF um, frequencies, and this goes back to the time of uh, Montauk. Back in the Montauk experiments, they discovered that low frequency or LFs, or ELF. there's a certain frequency, I can't remember what it is right now, I think it's like four point something. I, I'm trying to recall something back from years ago. But uh, they discovered that, that this EL, this, this certain frequency made a person, uh, you could make that person complacent and docile you can make that person angry and violent. Um, you can make that person um, basically pull off anything, any, any emotion you wanted them. All they had to do was tweak the frequency. And this is something that throughout the years, uh, different agencies or different um, aspects of social engineering have been using and have been utilizing such as the Tavistock Institute. Tavistock Institute is, is, is pretty much responsible for the entire continent of Europe to get involved in World War I and World War II just by um, using propaganda and using mind control to sway the, the public. So this is something that they have had literally decades to prepare for. And the one thing that they needed, like I said, to run the AI, to run this whole thing is something that, you know, is being implemented right now and that is the five G.
0: Okay, so I don't know as much about this as you do, so let me I'm gonna get, get you to clarify one thing. So all okay, right, we're looking at this blueprint that they had for Disrupting the election. And I already felt like they were going to try to disrupt the election because they know they can't win. They've known this since 2016. When when they read this, mm-hmm. they knew this, you know. Mm-hmm. So they come in and they want to disrupt. We already knew they were going to collapse the economy. Uh, anybody that watches The Simpsons knew that, <laughs> you know, because that uh, we've always known that we're going to have to go to the gold standard and do a reset because they were going to try this. So we've already kind of known that people who, you know, watch the numbers. But uh, so now. The one of their their plans was, uh, you know, to set up a pandemic, and the other one was to set up this, uh, blue Project Bluebeam. So, how does the Corona and I don't understand. I mean, I see it as two different things. So, how does how does the Corona and the Bluebeam fit together? Because you're saying it kind of fits together, right? That it's kind of evolved.
1: Well, what I'm saying is, there there are they are using. Uh, they're using the five g to weaken ourselves, and that's how they're they're infecting us with the coronavirus, making us to to be self quarantined to be in our in our home. So it's
0: hitting us. It's weakening our immunity. And then when the corona comes, we're going to catch it easier because our immunity is
1: weakened because of that. Gotcha. Which, which, in essence, is weakening our, our people. We're, we're getting weak. We're not going to be able to fight back. We're not going to be able to really defend ourselves. Um, I mean, look at in in Chicago, uh, Champaign, Illinois, yesterday, the mayor of Champaign pretty much said, you know what? We're coming for your gun. So I um,
0: actually printed yeah. that out because I wanted to cover that since you're in Chicago. Uh I read that it was uh Jeff Hamilton, who's uh Champagne's communications manager. Uh that he went in and wanted to do the I guess that's the right person. I think it is. That he uh when I make notes, my notes are horrible. I can't even hardly read it. It's <laughs> bad. But uh, I saw that he wanted to take up these powers uh, and capitalize on the emergency declaration, and then he's uh, issued a ban of selling firearms and ammunition, a ban of sale of any alcohol, closing of all bars, taverns, liquor stores, etc. Ban sell or giving away of gasoline or other liquid flammable or combustible products in any container other than gasoline tank. Prom- Uh, Permittedly fixed to a motor vehicle. A direct shutoff of power, water, gas, etc. Take possession of private property and obtain full title to the same and prohibit or restrict ingress or egress to and from the city. That's crazy.
1: Okay, I'm gonna tell you, and I just had this conversation um, in the Oak Lawn Concerned Citizens group on Facebook that I'm a member of. I don't live in Oak Lawn, but it is my neighboring city, so Dave and I have been members of this group for quite a while. And okay, so thing is you're right. It says that the um, GA uh, this, the mayor okay let's say the mayor of Champaign Illinois gave herself now she did not give herself but it says it gave herself the power to ban the sale of guns alcohol after declaring a citywide emergency to address the coronavirus she did not have to do this because yesterday when Trump put us under a national emergency he enacted certain executive rights executive orders that were put into place from Kennedy straight down to Obama it says among the and I'm just going to reread this because it's important. Among the powers that gained this, this mayor gained after signing the executive order was the power to ban the sale of guns, ammunition, alcohol, gasoline, but also cut off access to individuals' gas, water, and electricity, and would also have the ability to quote take possession of private property in order to temporary closing of all bars. Uh, in addition to temporary closing of all bars and liquor stores, they did not have to put that into effect because. Through the orders yesterday, when Trump put us under um, a national state of emergency, he didn't sus- I mean, he didn't say this, okay? And because I mean, if you would have if he would have said this publicly, you can imagine what what this would have done to him personally uh, as as the president. But what it did what it did is he essentially he um, suspended the Constitution. We no longer are under the Constitution of the United States. We are now under a a national emergency, a national state of emergency, which has enacted the executive orders, the FEMA executive orders. Executive order 1095, seizure of all communication media. Now this is something they can do. They have the right to do this. Every mayor, every governor, our elected officials on a statewide basis right now has the ability to do this under these executive laws. Executive Order one zero nine nine five, seizure of all communication media in the United States. Executive Order one zero nine nine seven, seizure of all electronic power, fuels and minerals, public and private. Executive Order one zero I'm sorry, one zero nine nine nine. Seizure of all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks or vehicles of any kind and total control of highways, seaports, and waterways. Executive Order 11000, seizure of all American people for workforces under federal supervision, including the spillage, or the splitting of families, if the government finds Executive Order 11001, seizure of all health, educational, and welfare facilities, public and private. Executive Order 11002, empowered the postmaster general to register all men, women, and children in the US. That's been taking place for years. That was those little dots that were on our mailboxes years ago. That's what that is. Executive Order 11003, seizure of all airports and aircraft. Executive Order 11004, seizure of all housing and finance authorities to establish forced relocation designated areas to be abandoned as unsafe. Executive Order 11005, seizure of all roadway railroads inland waterways and storage facilities, public and private. And Executive Order 12919, signed June 3rd, 1994 by President Clinton, um, it encompasses the, all the executive orders above. So um, that last one, the 12919, that just put all the ones that I had mentioned previously, the 109s, all in one little lump, lump thing. So essentially what Trump did yesterday is he enacted all of these orders. So for the Champagne mayor to say that she'd given herself power, no. She did not give herself power. Trump gave her that power yesterday when he enacted or when he put us under um his state of emergency.
0: Well, I'm not liking that too much. Exactly. We do have a caller. Uh, from, it looks like, your area. you want me to take it? Sure. Okay. Hang on. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello? Let's see. Hang on. Hello, caller. Are you there? I never check the switchboard, so I always miss all the callers. There's somebody there, but they may just be. Um, they may just be listening. listening. Yeah. yeah. Well, ago there was like ten of them in there. <laughs> I just. Uh, well, if
1: you're listening, I don't you're know. Listening and you have questions, call back because I would be more than happy to
0: answer your question. Wow, this is just. Uh, this
1: is and this, this is what I've been just crazy. To about. This, this is what I've been warning people about. It's funny because I was joking around. I think it was you where I said, this is something that we've been training for for our entire lives. This is something that I've been warning people about, about for decades. And to have it actually come to fruition and for me to be now reporting on it is just kind of surreal for me.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I've I've always been kind of a, a little bit of a prepper, but even in this situation I'm not entirely prepared for it. But, you know, I'm still – not entire. I'm just not still convinced. Honestly, to, if I could just be honest, I'm still just not convinced. The numbers that I'm seeing just aren't that terrifying. The flu numbers are way worse. I'm not saying that it's not going to spread and get worse, but you know that I've been saying for a long time that, uh, and I'd also said that in my video for prepping for the corona, that I thought he might declare martial law, which is kind of like what we're in now, I guess, right? And uh yep. I uh, I said the only way to contain this virus would be to you know to put us in isolation pretty much because that's the only way that I could see if it really was as bad as they said. But I've been saying for a long time as well as a lot of other people, there's 155 thousand sealed indictments and there's going to be some major big arrests with some big name people in Hollywood in government. And when these arrests happen, the people are going to go psycho. The left, and they're going to rise up, and they could be really dangerous. And so, we've known for a long time that everything's getting set up for these arrests, Gitmo's being built up, uh, judicial, the judges, we've got like 190 federal judges replaced, we've been working on the Supreme Court, different facilities are being built up, different uh, prosecuting places are stacking up their employees. So, we've known for a while that this is going to end up happening and be using the military because we do have these, you know, and and they can have more than one person on the Silton Diamond. There's 155,000 Silton Diamonds. That's a lot of Silton Diamonds. And so, I've already known the whole time that, you know, basically he would almost have to declare martial law uh, to keep us safe if he goes out and does these big arrests, especially big name people. Like, what if it's Barack Obama? And so, in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking that he's using this. uh, time out here to make these arrests. I'm thinking these arrests are fixing to happen. A lot of them during this time, and I really do. Well, think, I, mean, I really do believe that.
1: Well, I mean that remains to be seen. And if that if that is the case, then you know, yeah, more power to it. But you know, um, I, you know, you know, you and I have our differences in that. I don't believe anything is going to be taking place. I don't believe any arrests are going to be coming down. But I mean, I, could, I I hope that I'm wrong. Um, but I I would don't I would not like to see him using this coronavirus as a smokescreen for these arrests. I would like to hope. I'm not hope saying there
0: would be a smokescreen but it would be a good opportunity and if you ever you know read the art of war you know you should <laughs> take advantage of it you know if you have an opportunity oh, yeah, to go definitely. in and take it no. if you could take your enemy no. and stop stop any collateral damage stop any death stop lack of uh, disruption that's the ultimate way to win a war is if you what? can conquer your enemy without having all that you know, collateral damage and loss of life and so if he could take you know you know, if the situation is there, take advantage of it if it saves lives. You know, so that would it's actually extremely tactical, though not using it as a smokescreen, though. But take it, you know what I mean? Just take advantage of it. Exactly. exactly?
1: A- I mean, when Winston Churchill said that, never let a good crisis go to waste. So, I mean, I I can I can see that. Okay, and actually, it's funny because Rahm Emanuel actually was another one that. Uh, they quoted that back a while ago he was the uh mayor of Chicago, and I thought that was kind of funny that he would choose to you know living in the cesspool that we live in that he would he would choose to uh to quote to winston Churchill but absolutely you know i do I do think that you know this is this is happening, but when you're talking about uh let's kind of go back a little bit to what you said before this when you said about um that you 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 don't think this is anything really to worry about? I think you said, or uh, the numbers, numbers? I'm not
0: entirely convinced. I'm not saying it's not, you know?
1: Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about that for a minute because I've been saying um, for a while since I've been, I've been covering this and I've been covering this just about every day, guys, to the point where I'm like, (laughs) I'm tired. Um, But uh I I look over the the, the boards. I look over the COVID nineteen info dot live board. I look over the um the coronavirus, COVID, um it's the what is it, the um uh, John Hopkins University website. And I look at both of these and I've been watching these numbers grow expeditiously. I've been watching, you know, them 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 spike, I've been looking at these things. Um so I, I definitely, I've been saying from the very beginning, guys, that I feel that the numbers have been greatly deflated. I feel that the numbers are, co- are very much higher. And looking at the articles and the, the streams that are coming out of other countries like Denmark and Italy, Iran, and even China. I mean, and we've, we've already stated that we can't believe anything coming out of China. Uh, the CCP is just atrocious. But looking at all of these things coming out of these other countries and looking at the things that are happening here in the U.S., you do not close down schools. You do not close down events. You do not tell people to self-quarantine for two or three people in your state getting sick. You don't. Because we know that there are more people getting sick with influenza A and influenza B in our states right now. So why would they do all of this over three people getting sick in Illinois, or that's whatever true. it is? Yeah,
0: that's a very valid uh, point. You
1: know, so there is more that is going on here that I believe that we are not being told. I believe that the numbers are 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 completely being deflated to not cause further panic right now worldwide. Say here, um, let me get to the. Right now we have 100, and this is, again, 155,423 supposedly worldwide that have been infected with it. Here in the United States, only 2,572 people have been confirmed with the coronavirus, 51 people have died. You do not close down and you do not issue a, a national state of emergency for 51 people dying. There is something more going on.
0: What it is, I don't know. And I, and I thought about that. I thought about that. And, and that's a very valid point. And so you know me. I always think of all the different scenarios, even if it's ones I don't like, you know. And because uh, I, I like to be thorough. And you, you said yourself I'm a really good researcher. <laughs> I'm very thorough. You are but I, I, Next
1: to myself, next to myself, you are the best researcher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And so uh, uh, I thought about it. And. I was like, okay, well, if the corona's not as bad as how as the media, if maybe the media is hyping it up, what if it's not as bad? Why would Trump declare a national emergency? But then I got to thinking about it, and you know that I love Donald Trump, and I'm wearing my Donald Trump mega socks. And you know what, Lori? I have a surprise for you because you were you were so groppy like the last few weeks. You know, I went and bought you. Something to cheer you up, I brought you a matching pair of these socks, and they say Trump, and on the back of the socks they say make it, and they go about halfway up your leg, and they're just fantastic. And I also got you a Donald Trump make America great again to bog in to keep you warm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we have
0: matching socks, and so uh, I thought that would cheer you up. I was going to surprise you, but I can't ever keep a surprise. you know. But uh, anyways, but I got to thinking why why would he do that? Well – Think about this, Lori. If the numbers aren't really as bad as they say they are, okay, and then Trump declares his national emergency and he puts us all on quarantine, and the numbers don't increase because let's say the numbers aren't really that bad, but then everybody's going to say, oh, you know, wow, look. I mean I love Trump. Don't get me wrong, but it'll make him look good because it'll make it look like he stopped the spread of it by doing the quarantine. Which will make him really even more look good, you know, that he quarantined people and stopped the spread, and we only had maybe 30 deaths or something, you know? So that was one of the scenarios that I ran through my mind, which I think is actually plausible. I'm not saying that's what's going on, but it's plausible. And he would win on that situation. Hold on a second. I'm sneezing. (laughs) I've been coughing the whole show. I'm like, I have corona. I haven't coughed ever. And then the whole show, I've been coughing. I'm like, oh, my God, I have a corona. <laughs> and I, I'm sitting here talking like maybe it's phone. not real, but I'm so paranoid about it. I was just went out of town, and I was wearing gloves the whole time. Nobody else was wearing gloves. I had a whole corona bag. They had masks, two different kind of masks. It had these little hoodie things that go over your hair. I had the safety goggles. I had two different kinds okay, of gloves. Fine. I had Lysol, Lysol wipes. Oh, my God. I had everything. And so my, I was spraying everything with Lysol. Oh, my gosh. I, I bought Lysol cleaner, and I scrubbed my whole car every time we got in it. My mother was with me. She's elderly with a little immune. I did not want to take a chance. But we went to casinos. I was the only person there that was wearing gloves, sanitizing my hands. It was crazy. I was Here's like, That's another only thing. I have a question.
1: That's another thing I was supposed to. Guys, if you follow me on social media, I have had no choice but to now take – uh, my personal page, and I need—I've now had to transfer it over to a community page, um, which you should really think about doing also, Anne, because they, we have less kind of uh, more, a little bit more freedom as a community page um, than we do on our personal pages. Not much, but a little bit. Um, so I've had to—I've had to move everything over to the Lori Swan, which is my maiden name uh, or my married name. Um, and I've had to put it over to this blog page that I created. So I've been putting a lot of things over there. And I've been telling people that, again, I just lost my train of thought. This happens to me a lot. And I'm totally convinced this has to do with 5G. Because your
0: thyroid, you get, you get, uh, I thought I was getting Alzheimer's or something. And they said that sometimes you just get real hazy when your thyroid levels are off. We both have positive oh. so. That's oh. common, actually. <laughs> I I, kinda, I wasn't crazy. Yay.
1: Uh-uh. Uh huh. I don't remember what I was going to say. I screw up I don't even
0: know. <laughs> I don't even remember what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what I said. It but, happens. But yeah, you, you said you were talking to...
0: about making your uh, community page and keeping your stuff separate from it. And
1: yeah, but I was telling you that for a reason
0: because there was something that I've been, been posting on. I said I've been posting
1: on something, and I don't remember. what it was.
0: Anyways, you have but, to get up um, and walk through your house, and when you go through doors. Then stop, and then walk back through the door, and it'll reset your brain and remember what you were thinking about.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm serious; I it works. That. Oh, I've, it does! It and works. I,
1: I'm totally, I, I'm totally <laughs> convinced that. Uh, that it has to do with 5G because when I'm out on the road with Dave and we are moving and I'm not in one spot to be hit by these frequencies, I'm, I'm completely coherent. I can remember everything. I can remember what I did yesterday. I can remember what I had to eat last week. As I'm sitting in my house and I'm getting bombarded with these frequencies, I I literally I uh, I've got C, uh, CRS disease and I'm not going to tell you because we're you know but I think you guys could figure it out. Can't remember. <laughs> disease, because I do, I mean, it's, it's real. The solo 5G thing, whether, oh, I know what I was going to say. There we go. What I was going to say is even though um, I know these numbers are greatly deflated, I do know these are, our numbers are, are definitely deflated. Okay. Um, but the, the thing of it is, is that, um, the what's known as the uh, R naught factor is something that can't be overlooked. This is something that the R naught factor, excuse me, the factor is, is the rate of infection. So say the R naught factor has a, an R naught of two and I'm infected. I come in contact. I'm going to infect two people. Those people are going to infect two people. So now that's four. Those two people are going to infect, you know, two people. uh, So, and this is how it goes with the R-naught factor of just two. This disease has an R-naught factor up to, we think, seven. So, if I'm infected, I'm going to infect seven. Those people, those seven people infect seven. Those people infect seven more. Those people infect seven pretty soon in a very short period of time, you have hundreds of Thousands of people that are infected. Now you mentioned
0: about. Hold on. Sorry, you mentioned, I mentioned about, that because I said I had done the math and I put there's the only way that I can figure out how to contain this would be martial law. But I said I trust our president for martial law because it's not Obama I'd be freaking out. But now that the Illinois has lost their mind and started doing all this overreach, it's kind of scary. Right.
1: It is kind of scary. Now you had mentioned about the. That's casino. why you should
0: live in a red in a red state in a, in a conservative area. I know. Area. You need we're to live in Trump country, it. Lori. Trump country. We're working on it. Trust me, we're working on it. Um,
1: now you mentioned about the casinos, and which I thought was pretty weird because you know the casinos. I mean, they're they're keeping the casinos open. I don't know about now, but as of yesterday, that's what I was saying because I had posted on my page, and that's when I said I, I have another page that I'm putting a, the information on. Uh, was one of the things that I was talking about was the things that they're closing, you know, and I thought it was kind of comical in a tongue in cheek sort of way and a sarcastic sort of way that they're closing everything, but they're keeping the casinos open. I thought that was kind was of weird. Now, they I would have, have had it
0: closed. Out. I would be so much better off if it would have been closed. And yeah. I wish to God it would have already been closed, but too well, late. Funny, I already lost
1: Dave, my Dave was making fun of all the people that were losing their minds on the the sporting events that have shut down that have, excuse me, that have closed. And he was actually making fun of his son because the son was losing his mind that the NBA had shut down and that, you know, this was all taking place. And not 10 minutes later I'm in the kitchen. All of a sudden I hear, son of a, mm," and I turn around and I said, what's wrong? He goes, they just canceled Matt. Matt's is the uh, Mid-America trucking show.
0: So, Dude, they canceled boy. our gun show in Texas. I put it yeah. on Twitter. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. When they cancel yeah. a gun show in Texas, it really is the end of the <laughs> it's world. The end of the, it's the end of the world. Exactly. That was pretty bad. You know, oh. I never thought that would happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean,
1: what we are – I'm really like upset
0: said, about what you said earlier, too, that you said you thought our president was sick. And normally I'd be like, Lori, you stop that shit right now and quit saying that about our president. But – I know – you know, I've been on the Trump train since day one, and uh, Mm -hmm. I know my president because I'm obsessed with him. I love him, and I do admit that when he did that uh, the last two times I've seen him on TV, the first time I first thought was he looks exhausted. His eyes are puppy. It sounds like he's – his voice isn't the same. It seemed like it was more strenuous for your talk, but I thought, you know, he could just be literally exhausted from every – no, this man never stops. You know, he's working so hard for our country. And and he has done an amazing job with what he's trying to get done, you know. But he's working nonstop, so he could just be literally exhausted. But then the second one I came on, I thought, man, he does, he looks like he's kind of a little sickly, you know. But then I find out that Ivanka's been, uh, you know, exposed uh, to corona, and then that could have, like, affected his whole family and his grandbabies. And so he could just be mentally worried because that's his child, you know. I mean, look at you the other day, how worried you were, you know, just when your kid traveled, you know. And uh, and I, I mean, you had his off sketching on that one, but uh, but he does look exhausted and tired, and so tomorrow is uh, whether you know whether people like President Trump or don't like President Trump is irrelevant. The thing is, is that he's—I feel like he's doing an exceptional job with what we hired him to do. Mm-hmm. And so tomorrow, yep. he's declared a national day of prayer, and so I told Keith, I don't care what you're doing. But you're coming in the house with Alex, and we're going to sit here, and we're going to do family prayer, which we never do, okay? My husband never goes to church with me, mm-hmm. but uh, he's you know he loves God, but I don't know. Just, we're just weird, but we're going to do prayer tomorrow, and we're going to – hopefully the whole country will jump in and do this national prayer. If this corona is uh, as bad as what we, could, we think it could be, uh, that's the only thing that's going to save us, and I'm a Christian, so I do believe in the power of prayer, and uh, so – Anyway, he has declared tomorrow National Day of Prayer, and I hope that everybody prays for our president and his family to be safe as well, you know, and that the deep state exactly. gets their justice.
1: Exactly, and you know, I that's something, you know, I, I, I was, when I watched him on Wednesday night, I, after his second sentence that he said, I knew that he had, that he was not feeling well. He was under the weather, and uh and looking at the people that he's come in contact with in the last two weeks raises more of my concern because, um, uh, and I posted this um, actually the other day, I said last night President Trump didn't look like he was in good health. I wasn't the only one who point this out. After about two sentences, I knew something was wrong. We knew that three House Republicans came into close contact with Trump and that are now self-quarantined. Those are Georgia Republican Doug Collins, who shook hands with Trump a week ago last Friday, Uh, Florida Republican Matt Geck, who was one and drove in Trump's car last Monday, and Republican Mark Meadows, who was Trump's incoming chief of staff, who attended a White House meeting last week with the president. In addition to that, Brazilian I, I think they did purpose. that
0: on purpose, Lori. I'm sorry, but they – didn't you see those tweets where that hateful Democratic lady was saying, if I had coronavirus, first thing I would do is go to a Trump rally? I'm sorry, but I think they Absolutely. intentionally let people Absolutely. that were affected go and infect our uh, president and, our, and our, our people because, like I said, this is Australian Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton, okay? So he's a dirty deep state player, and we already know that Alexander Downing – it was He was a dirty dog, and he was in on spying and all that stuff against Trump. Well, you know, he comes in. He just uh, came home Sunday, so it's only been a week. And, uh, you know, he he was at that conference uh, with all the other representatives of the five eyes. So you got United States, Canada, Britain, Australia, and New Zealand. Plus he met with our U.S. Attorney General William Barr and Ivanka Trump. And so I don't know. I, I, I would have put it past them to intentionally – Send somebody in that was affected to contaminate our government. And I know I sound paranoid, but I do not trust the deep I know what they're capable of. We're reading a document where these people were planning – well, just that sheet that you read earlier, whenever they said that they uh, had non-recommended salvage options – well, guess what? They were already options that they had put in place. They had already had the red dawn set up so they could use it. They already had the cobalt rain set up so they could use it. They set up the Black Lives Riot. They already had strains of the Zika virus. They already had brought in all the Muslims for the Sharia escalation. They've already got HARP into motion. They've already got Project Blue Bean into motion. You know, so we know that these people are capable of anything, and they know. That we are going to win this election, they know this, and they're 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 desperate, and so they will do anything to stop our president. So I don't trust them, and the fact that he's been around all those people and all these people have been contaminated, I just, I think they did it on purpose.
1: I think you're right. I, I think I, you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, and we know that 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 the Democrats will do. I wouldn't put anything past them at this point. Um, you know you've got uh what is her name Nancy Pelosi when she was signing uh documents she was using a pen that that was shaped like a bullet you know i mean there's these people are truly uh they're not motivated they're not they're not motivated by anything good they're completely um in my opinion demonic in spirit um they're complete antichrist in spirit I wrote something that I thought was kind of interesting that um, I wanted to read to you, and I think you probably already read it, but it says, you don't take over by force. You take over by creating situations that wears down a person or a nation until they come to you and beg for your help. Then you have them right where you want them, broken. This is where the Hegelian dialectic comes into play, problem, reaction, solution. You overwhelm the human psyche with chaos, Manipulate social media and mainstream media to feed the chaos, causing panic. And then you come in like a white knight and save the people from the ensuing chaos and become their hero. This is Satan's endgame, planned out from the beginning. And I think that's right. Exactly so we what we're know thinking.
0: they're in game. So we've already said that. Whenever they, we already said they were going to do something like this, right? So we, Absolutely. you know, I've been saying a while that we were going to have to have martial law to get all this stuff done so if they have martial law then trump can actually come in and by taking away our internet or whatever so they can't use that propaganda i know that's what that national uh, emergency alerts for on the phone if he thought we were going Mm -hmm. to have all of our communications up why did he go to so much trouble to make that alert on the phone
1: exactly and to test it to make sure that it worked
0: but it, I really do, and you know, I trust him a hundred percent. I really, truly believe that he's a good guy that really has our our best interest. But he's against some serious, hardcore players, and it's he wins a lot. But you know, he is against some devious people. But the fact that they were talking about Madam President with, with Nancy Pelosi, that she's third in line, that they could knock off our president, vice president, and right now there would be no election because Nancy Pelosi would be president. Mm. Hmm. Do you yeah. see how scary it's, that is?
1: I do. I and then we already do. know
0: about her connections with Ukraine. We already know about her connections right. with China, you know? And so she's already so she well, we I think the main person that owns her is the cartels, okay, with Nancy Pelosi. But uh but with her being in California, you know it's China also with her open borders and the ports and the things that they've been letting go on the controlled fires for the the railways and the underground tunnels and cities that they have there were, were owned to them with California, you know. And Nancy Pelosi is the heartbeat of this, you know. So they take out Trump, they take out Pitt, and she comes up. There's no election. I guarantee you that's what these evil flowers want. That's their game plan, mm-hmm. I think. And that's a well, terrifying absolutely. thought, isn't
1: it? Well, it yeah, I mean, it is because, I mean, it's, and it's absolutely doable. You know, and you think about this. You think about um, the the aspect of the whole coronavirus being played into it by weak again. And I, I've said this a few times, weakening us as a society, as a country. And, you know, hey, we're sick. We can't fight back, in. We can't fight back. We can't I always say out, we
0: uh, that they're ridiculous when they call us cult 45. But you know what? There's a lot of people who maybe not be members of the Cult 45, like I'm not saying any names, but like Lori Alexander Swan. but no names. I'm not saying no names. But (laughs) if that was to happen, Nancy Pelosi came up, all of a sudden you, me, and people would come out of the woodwork, and we would be Cult 45, because if they did that and took over our country like that, they would see people rise up like they could not even imagine. They're going to open up a can of whoop-ass that. They
1: and that's <laughs> that, right. And that is the reason why they have to weaken us.
0: Yeah. That is that's the, reason the, why, they the reason they, that's why they need that 5G to give us a uh, uh, electrical lobotomy so that we don't do that because they know that's exactly, exactly. What exactly, you know, exactly what we will
1: do. Exactly. Exactly what we will do.
0: Exactly what we will do.
1: Yeah. And we already I mean, know that they plan
0: on kind of wiping us out. I mean, we know that's why those cities are in China. That are empty. It's for the elite. We already know this, you know. Mm-hmm. So we know they're dirty plans. <laughs> We're on to them, you know. Exactly. Just, they're so dirty. Oh, gosh, it all kind of makes sense. I did
1: it? have. It, it makes complete sense when you sit there. I mean, come on. I've been you and I have been looking at this for years. I mean, I've been doing this for I've been doing this for decades. And, you know, putting all these pieces in, I've fed on information that I have never put out before because it wasn't the right time or people wouldn't understand it because it it didn't, it didn't coincide with everything. But Bluebeam, I've been putting the information about Bluebeam out, bean out since 2014. And it never really resonated that, okay, now's the time that it's going to happen because I, I, I knew that the things weren't in place yet. It wasn't, they didn't have the ability um, you talked about the holograms that uh, appeared over China, the city, the holographic cities that appeared over China. They didn't have an effect on people because they weren't real enough. They weren't. They weren't ominous enough. Were they
0: touching Or they it? didn't Absolutely. affect the prefrontal cortex with the shock and on the religious effect that they were actually wanting to get. All they right. were getting was the visual, but they weren't getting the right. the, the change in the prefrontal cortex.
1: Right. They, they didn't they get the Lamar hearing hearing. Right. They got and a they slap weren't on the,
0: the head and a no lobotomy. <laughs>
1: right, and they weren't hearing the voice of God. Now, for those of you that right. don't, don't know what the voice of God technology is, the voice of God technology is used as LRAD, and what it does is it places a voice in your head that only you can hear. Now, the average, normal, mentally stable person, okay, if they hear voices in their head, they're not going to think that they're mentally ill. They're not going to think this is normal. Okay, they are going to take this as a spiritual event. Something spiritual is happening to them. Then, along with the vision of this holographic savior that we see, they are going to think this 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 voice is going to be talking to their very soul. Imagine what kind of impact that's going to have on people. Especially a nation that has now under a pandemic where people are dying left and right and all of a sudden this happens and here's our savior he's going to save us what do you think those people are going to do they are going to bow down to this white knight that has come to save us and it's funny you say that too because i went
0: ahead and looked up the four horses of the apocalypse and Mm -hmm. um because of that Document that we had talked about when they were talking about the uh, the I think it was the cobalt was it the cobalt rain or the uh, no it was the a uh, the natural disaster with the harp they said that reactivated it may have a pale horse protocol ramifications and uh, so I went and looked that up and I was looking at the the black horse the pale horse the red horse and the white horse and the black horse was famine and the pale ho- horse was uh, kill with the sword, hunger, disease, and the wild beast. So it made me start thinking about when we did that Denver Airport show, and we were also talking about the <laughs> Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, that fits right in with this. They could use this corona, you know. It's a pale horse, fit right in with that Georgia Guidestone. And then I thought, and that also kind of brings in the black horse because we're seeing shortages of food, and the black horse is famine, you know. Yeah, yeah and I actually talked quite
1: a bit about, I actually talked quite a bit about the Denver airport because there are some some, some things that um have come to light and I'm going to send you the video. I don't know if you watched it when I did it and I talked about it but I I was talking about the the silver and the gold the A U A G that we found uh there's a, another connection with White Mountains that is now come to light. Uh, to um, I was
0: listening to that show when you did that. I was in the chat room. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, also, when you take a look at the murals, I mean, there's things that, you know, we saw with the murals. The, 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 uh, the soldier with the, the gas masks on. Um, and we even talked about how the, this could be the release of, I think we said it was a, I don't remember what virus it was. I want to say smallpox, but so that's not it. But a release of a virus, the AUAG, is a virus. And I thought that was quite interesting also that, you know, now we're seeing all of this. this it's, it was almost like we're seeing those murals come into, come to life right in front of us, you know, um, because now we are starting to see phase three of these, of the coronavirus. Phase one was taking out the older people, uh, the over, over 80. Uh, phase two dropped down to the 60-year-olds. Phase Three is now uh, we're seeing some younger people in their their 20s and 30s getting it, and I believe stage four will be the young the young child the children the ones with the asthma the ones with the chronic illnesses um, ones with the DNA markers that aren't perfect. I believe we're going to see those taken out next, um, and that's we've been watching it straight down the line. You know the different phases that have been happening. So. Um, if you look at the Georgia, or I'm sorry, if you look at the uh, murals on the the uh, Denver Airport, you'll see that all the children, um, they bring the children into it along with this this soldier with the uh, the gas mask.
0: So that's that's true. And I'll tell you something else it's kind of, I guess, a little bit out there, but you know, it's me. So <laughs> I always think outside the right. box. But, again, like I go through every possible scenario, you know, because that's just how I am. I brainstorm. Mm -hmm. And I learned that in college, that you should think of every scenario, you know. And so um, I was thinking about China and how horrific all those videos uh, traumatized me. Uh, Made me immediately start shopping online, getting masks, getting food, getting bleach, getting Lysol, getting stockpiling on my toilet paper, got 90 rows. Yes, I was one of those people. But I didn't rush out and get it. I bought mine slowly over a period of time. Uh, so I didn't I don't think I was responsible for that. I've always been a prepper. But uh I uh got to thinking about uh, I just had a mind for it just like you <laughs> 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 I got distracted, my dog came in and I had to open up the door and I just totally lost my train of thought. I'm losing my mind, I swear to God. But uh I just totally went blank. Oh, China. Okay, so I started thinking about China and uh Okay, so I'm watching all these videos, and this like this one guy's literally beating his head against the wall, trying to bust his brains open because he's starving yep. to death and he's locked in this facility. And it it, it emotionally tugged on me, but I got it thinking about, and I know you're not a big Q fan, but I am, and there's a lot of people listening to this that are. My followers are mostly Q followers, and uh, uh, Q always says, uh, basically, you we're watching a movie, you're watching a movie. He says this all the time, you're watching a movie. And for some reason, that just popped in my head about seeing all that stuff, and it's like, you're watching a movie, you know? And then I got to thinking again about tactical stuff and the art of war, and then I was thinking, when you're strong, you're supposed to appear weak. So right now, China appears weak. Their cities are empty. Supposedly, they're going through all this stuff, you know? Uh, they're having trouble with the economy. They appear very, very weak, I mean, compared to what they usually do, right? But mm-hmm. what if they're not? That's pretty terrifying.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, guys, if you don't follow, there is a YouTube channel who is just amazing. I absolutely, absolutely love Matthew. It's called laoway Three, I think it is, L-A-O-W-H-Y, laoway uh Eighty-three L A O W H Y L A O W eighty-six Matthew and his partner Winston, who is another channel. I can't think of his name. Up right offhand. hand, that says. I think it's with an F. But anyways, Matthew, he lived in China for a number of years, and he does these these podcasts. And he was saying, you know, about describing the. The, the CCP and the government and how horrible they, they treat their people. And he said that when this, this outbreak first occurred, the government was concerned about three things. Political first, to keep face. They, they had to keep face with the world. So anything that was, went out had to make sure that they looked good. So they cared about politics first the people second, and a vaccine third. So they don't even really give a crap about their people. It is all about maintaining this, this vision of being um, powerful and in charge and, you know, the all-seeing all, all being for, for the world. So um, would we know if they have been weakened by this? No. You'll notice that nothing put out on social media or mainstream media has said anything about the Chinese military. Nothing has been said about them, about any of their soldiers getting sick. Nothing has been really said about about, uh, any of their politicians that they've gotten sick. Um, We see the same thing going on with North Korea. North Korea, Kim put out publicly that if anybody in his country came down with the virus, that he would have them shot and killed. And that's the way he would take care of of any infection. I mean, face what oh. you
0: said is all true about them wanting to keep safe face. A lot of people don't understand how huge a move it was by Donald Trump by forcing them to sell the, the port of Long Beach. That they literally right. had access. They own this port. I mean, people don't understand how huge this is. And so they had all this access to take over. And, and I think that I can... Pretty much convinced you and everybody else in my China video, that's exactly what their plan was was to take over America, and so Trump came in and he he halted them. Well, that was a huge slap in the face to the Chinese, and they, like you said, want to. They always want to appear positive, you know. They they make people change films. They won't even let people do books or films or anything if it makes China look bad. They they come in and force people to change it. You know, they don't like that. And so, what if they, you know, they did. He lost their face on that one. Then Trump comes in and slaps the hell out of them with tariffs. Then he comes right. in with bold business moves that gets people to move all their company, all these companies out of China, bringing it into America, weakening them and strengthening us. And this is on a world scene. Not only that, but also our relationship with with uh, uh, North Korea. You know, was also kind of a slap in the face to them, right? So, right. Well, I mean, it's isn't it at least plausible that one maybe. They might have, you know, left the virus in this one certain area, you know, and filmed all this stuff because they don't give a damn about their people. They do not care anything about the people. Nope, and then set this true. virus loose on purpose to weaken their enemies, which is us. I don't care what anybody says. China that's is true. not our friend. To weaken us so they can come in and attack us. I mean, they're strategically hugely <laughs> fed up. and. I literally, I mean, you're talking about. You know how many people they smuggled in probably, that are sleeper cells in America? When I was in Las Vegas two years ago, Betty and I were looking for this tram, and we got lost, and we ended up in a casino at the very bottom level, and it was a like a parking <laughs> area, and uh, and for there were white Ann. buses as far know, as you for could. Those
1: of you that know Ann, those, I don't want to interrupt you, but for those of you that know Ann, she did not end up in a casino by accident.
0: Right. Uh, Speaking of who, was just in Las Vegas with me, Lori? You were. (laughs) I have the pictures I'm still blackmailing you with. (laughs) 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 But uh, anyways, uh, we saw these – Just as far as you could see, there were lined up these white buses, and the buses would pull up, and just tons of Chinese people would just pour out of this bus. And they weren't in like worker clothes at the casino either. And then the next bus would pull up, and tons of them would just come out. And the next bus would come up, and just tons of them would come out. And it was crazy. In 2012, when I went to Vegas, I noticed that all the subtitles were done in China, well, I don't see a bunch of that stuff because I live in the country, so I was like, why is the subtitles in China? Well, then I noticed that all of us are almost all Chinese. Well, then when I went there uh, a year and a half ago with Betty, we were sitting at the Bellagio at the restaurant, and I said, Betty, I, said, I want to just sit here and I'll just look straight ahead. Don't turn your head to the left. And don't turn your head to the right and just look straight ahead where you're looking, and I'm going to look straight ahead where I'm looking. And just however many people that you see that are original, that you can count, and and for one minute, let's just count as many as we can count. And, dude, like we had hundreds each. That's how many were in the Bellagio restaurant. I mean, I don't think people realize how many Chinese are in this country, and they're not here legally. I promise you that, you know? And so – uh, it's actually quite terrifying uh, when you realize how many sleeper cells are here. While they've been saying, look, look here, look there, look at Russia. Don't look at China. You know, Russia, Russia, and look at the Mexicans and look at the Hondurans and look at the Syrians that are coming across the border. But don't look at all the Chinese that are being shipped in on container ships through the port of Long Beach and infiltrated into our country.
1: And look at the timing of the release of this virus. It was coincided with the Chinese New Year, where millions of Chinese travel the globe. They travel that time of year. So I don't believe that the timing was, uh, I believe the timing was was not by circumstance or not by happenstance or coincidence. I believe the timing of of the release was coincided with this event. Um, Again, here in the U.S., um, we're seeing. Um, if you go to the COVID, I don't know if anybody knows how to, to track this, but if you go to it's a uh, COVID nineteen info dot live, you can pull up the map on this, and they have graphs on here. And one of the, the one of the interesting things on one of the graphs. It's the CDR daily, or the Corona, the confirmed deaths and recovered confirmed deaths and recovered uh, map that they do daily. You're going to see two things. Um, You're going to see two spikes, one on the 14th, uh, from the 12th to the 14th or 16th of February. But then you're going to go to the right and you're going to see one that is, it started on uh, the, right around the 10th or 11th of of March and it's now continuing to spike. And that coincides, if you want to believe, in the 14-day, which I don't know if I believe it's a 14- or 28- or 32-day incubation period. But it coincides with one of the biggest gatherings in the United States, and that is Mardi Gras that took place 14 days prior to this new spike. And we know that people travel all over the U.S. to go to Mardi Gras too. Go to New Orleans and mingle. You are you are literally in the streets of Bourbon Street and in the in the uh, the French Quarter in New Orleans. You are literally shoulder to shoulder with people. Nobody's washing their hands. Everybody's coughing on one another. You're, you've got people making out with other people on the street, having sex in alleys. We're talking about a literal virus cesspool, and just like clockwork. Fourteen days later, we're starting to see another spike, Gary. Because it seems like this has been all orchestrated. I don't believe in happenstance. I don't believe in coincidences. Right, uh,
0: Julie said there aren't. <laughs> so, no, I don't know okay, if well your then I guess, text I guess came I guess
1: through. I am a team follower. I don't know, but.
0: You, you, I guess you, I am you, a sometimes you do mom. actually do say things that are very eerily cute, and I said one day in your post like, Careful, you're sounding real cute ish <laughs> I was like trolling <laughs> yeah. you. I'm like ha 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 bah, ha ha, ha. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right? So I can't. was like, Oh, I got yeah, her. You, I got her supposed to Yeah, well, I was, like, looking at it, I'm like, oh, man, I got her. She messed up. She actually wrote something that Q always writes, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) You know? But listen. uh, And and it's
1: not that's And, well, hey, well, then that is surely by coincidence because I don't follow Q. Uh, But
0: but, you have to admit, uh, and I I hate to put you on the spot, but I know you don't mind because you're honest. But you have to admit, because you already have admitted to me, so you can't sit back on now, that the (laughs) video that I put out in May, based on my Q research, was yeah. unprecedented. It, it was all correct, and it's stuff that the mainstream yeah. media, seven months later, only just started talking about it, and it's been extremely accurate.
1: I will, and, and it we'll was put out that, seven that, months before. Absolutely. And here's the thing about this is is you are you are absolutely correct. And when we started talking about China, now we see China, China, China. There's China everywhere. But back in 2016, I started working on something through panda it was it, i kept seeing panda everywhere p a n d a whether it was a panda bear, a picture of a panda bear, or the word panda, or the Ackerman panda, or something, and I was just, I was, it was driving me crazy, and I could not figure out what it was. And then all of a sudden, the Economist magazine was brought to my attention, and there you see a picture of a panda, and on, uh, at the bottom of his right foot is a globe, is a earth shaped as a football, and I'm like, oh my gosh, panda's gonna kick us. Is gonna you know kick the football and put us into a spin, and sure enough, now we're talking about we're talking about China, we're talking about the panda bear, which is has always been used to depict China, who's technically or actually through this virus kicked us into a spin. So um, you know this is something that I mean we both have been drawn to this whole China thing for for I don't even know why. But, well,
0: I tell y'all for y'all listeners that don't know I stumbled across this. Information and I called Lori. I was like, "Oh my God, I've got to go over this information <laughs> with you. I found something huge." And yeah. we actually met up in Los Angeles. Was Las the why we met up. It was actually the reason why
1: we met but, up in Vegas.
0: Before the show's over, because we're only down to twelve minutes and fifty-five seconds. Okay, is there any way that you can put on speakerphone and look at your text? I just sent you two maps, and I wanted you to look at those before we got off.
1: Okay, I'm looking at them right now.
0: Okay, so the red map and the blue map. You see, they're pretty
1: similar right okay yep they look
0: pretty similar and the red map is where the sealed indictments are that I've been talking to you about I was wrong it's 151 and two sealed indictments 17,647 unsealed and 360,513 non-sealed but the map that I sent you it's a red map and it shows you where the indictments are now the blue map is where the corona is at and you see, there is a little bit of a similarity to it. So uh, I just
1: a, a thought that was a little strange, you there. know. There's, there is a little, there's a lot of bit of a similarity there. I will give you that. Absolutely. And I'm
0: not uh, saying that that necessarily means anything, but I did find that a little curious, you know. And I was like, I that is. somebody good. had put that on Twitter and I went and checked it out myself. And i was like, wow, that kind of is the same, you know. That's kind of weird, you know. I'm not saying it means anything, but keep your eyes on that, you know. Just keep that yeah. map, uh, that red map, and also,
1: have you keep comparing it. The map, have you also checked out the map with the countries that are affected by
0: coronavirus and the ones that have 5G? There's
1: another interesting map to take a look at, also. I haven't, um, I don't
0: know very much about 5G, uh, to be honest with you. I've been uh, focused on some other stuff. I've been working on my Disney video, and it's just been all consuming. Plus, I had this interview, I had an interview yesterday with uh, in, with Australia, uh, Bev Live, and it uh, Corona's already hitting them. They're going into their flu season because it's fall there, so it's just now getting covered. Right. So they're actually on the front line for this corona. Now they're socialists. Oh, wow. She says they're not socialist. She calls them a liberal government, but I call them socialists. And, uh, you know, right now they, they're they limited on toilet paper, and, um, you know, they're getting a subsidy, which may sound really good if you don't mind giving up your rights. But it's getting hit pretty hard there also where they're banning the people and things, you know, in corona cases. Bev's really terrified to she has uh, she's fighting cancer, so her immunity is real low. So she's really scared. And uh, I, I think that if the virus is as bad as they say it is, we'll be seeing some really big hits to Australia before we see them here because of the cold weather. Would be my guess. I've I heard yeah, that they closed exactly. down like the flu season. And so we need to pray yeah. for Australia too tomorrow when we're praying yeah. on that.
1: Exactly. We but, need to. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if anybody knows, but also Denmark is under medical martial law at the moment. They've declared medical martial law in Denmark. Uh, you know, so we're seeing we're seeing things and we that we need to keep an eye on. It, let's not just keep an eye on what's happening in the U.S. We need to keep an eye on what's happening in other countries because whatever's there's happening been some there, big arrests in
0: Italy with the lockdown in Italy, and then there's been some big arrests in Italy. You know, while this lockdown's going on. And like you mentioned earlier, I saw on, the, on one of the military dot uh, com uh, websites where they had sent twenty five thousand troops into Europe, and uh, mm-hmm. Italy's under lockdown. But there is also these huge arrests going on, and there is also these huge arrests going on in, in Saudi Arabia. So, you know, I may be onto something about that. They I may be doing so. some arrests. I hope they are.
1: I hope they are. I hope that, you know, for the sake of everybody who has invested so much time into Q, I hope that it's not a psyop like I, I I believe it is. Um, you know, I would be the first one to admit that I'm wrong when I'm wrong. Um, you know, so I hope I hope that does I hope that is the case. I really because I like I well, said, Well the I silden diamonds all- don't yeah. even
0: really have to do with Q though, you know? These are silden the diamonds, <laughs> you know, that anybody can pull up that are there, you know.
1: Well, well so- you know, there, there's the got to
0: be something come, going come talk, on.
1: Come talk to me when uh, when
0: when they arrest Hillary, because
1: that's I think that's going to be a telltale sign. You know, Bill. Yeah, I'm she just now in, filed
0: an right. appeal about her emails. If you follow Judicial Watch, you'll see that she's no, trying no. to dodge that again. So what else is new? You know, but I think that yeah, we all
1: know justice. the truth. We all know the truth about what she did, and you know, we didn't need we didn't really need Assange or WikiLeaks to drop any of that information. We all. We All knew it, all it did was confirm what we already knew, you know.
0: But uh, that's true, you
1: know. But she, I guess everybody uh,
0: needs to uh not panic through this epidemic. I'm I am, uh, being precautious. I uh, when you walk into my house, I set up a station, and it has masks and gloves, and Lysol walks, and Lysol spray, and it has a little hoodie that goes over your mask, has some safety glasses on it. Uh, then yeah. whenever you uh come in the house, I have antibacterial soap and Lysol. We've been I've been real strict on my family about already getting in a habit for weeks now. Of when they come in the house, they have to go immediately and wash their hands, and then they have to go take the Lysol and spray the doorknob front and back because I tell them that the doorknob is our epicenter. But our laundry room is outside. We have a separate building for our laundry room and pantry, and I have it set up so that when they come in, if it gets really bad, they can come in. We can come in into the laundry room, and all of our clothes are out there. It's like a giant closet. It's really awesome, and you can change clothes, throw your dirty clothes into the. Uh, washing machine and then I have another uh setup out there where I actually maybe it was a little bit much but I went ahead and ordered those little white suits you know the little white sterile suits <laughs> yeah, there's some of those little white sterile suits and we have the the two different kind of masks, and then this green thing that pulls over your hair and then the gloves and then we have the uh, antibacterial soaps and the sprays and I bought some like $20 a bottle strong industrial uh strength sprays so we have Lytol and. Um, Lysol cleaner and paper towels and the vehicles and Lysol wipes. Every day I go through the house yeah. and spray everything that we touch with a uh, uh, Lysol. So I don't know if that's going to help right. or not. we put everybody here on Airborne and Selenium and some different stuff that I actually heard on your show. Mm-hmm. I ordered the Rose Hips, but they sent me some kind of moisture stuff instead of the drops, so I didn't get the right stuff. But I got the Selenium off of your show to boost my immunity, yep. doing the vitamin C. Right. So we're
1: uh, doing the multivitamin. Vitamin C. Right, the, the super Bs, the vitamin B12s, the vitamin Ds, the vitamin Cs, the selenium, the zinc. Uh, you know, those are the things that, you know, that you that you need to, uh, to be looking for. I, myself, uh, my household is a little bit more lax only because, if you guys know me, we are truck drivers and we travel. And unfortunately, okay, if we don't travel, your stores don't get stocked. Because we we travel fresh fruits and vegetables, we travel freight. So um, uh, Dave has been home for the last well two weeks ago. He got sick. Um, he he lost consciousness in the shower. Be two weeks ago tomorrow. Um, but the thing was, is he has a truck loaded. So we went out a week and a half or be two weeks ago. We both went out on the truck to deliver this load and then picked up another load at the port of Delaware to bring a truckload of pineapples back. But we've been home for the last week. As a matter of fact, he's upstairs sleeping right now. Uh, He's feeling a little bit better. Uh, We probably will um, get back to work in this coming week. But here's the thing is, you know, I I have been a little bit lax. I do have the the vitamins for us to take. Um, I have lupus, so I'm already immune compromised. Um, And Dave is also, he's over 60, so he's in the age group to be, that's uh, high risk but when you travel and you are uh at the mercy of and which is probably this is going to send you into a spin being the germaphobe that you are but when you're at the mercy of using public restrooms and you're you maybe me that way
0: you made me that way your show did that <laughs> to me lori i had to well, quit watching I mean, it i was like i have to quit watching it i can't do it no more <laughs>
1: I don't I never mean
0: to put the, the spirit the fear or the spirit of fear out there.
1: I just wanna make sure that it everybody wasn't the has spirit of fear, it was the
0: spirit fear. of being awake and understanding that this could be a real viable threat and I am a mm-hmm. gonna take care of, I'm a a I'm a militia member and I'm tactical and I'm not gonna let anyone kick my ass, right. including a virus. a virus. So I just went on the defense right. just like I would militia or a war and and yeah. that's why they have, I make them Uh, If they don't do what I tell them when they come in the house, I get on to them. Because I said, you have to get muscle memory and a habit of doing this. If this pandemic hits, if you make one mistake, we die. So so I've exactly. been, I'm I'm like exactly. one of those personalities that I well, the, am a hundred percenter you know so right I don't well want to,
1: yeah and the problem is is even though I, I wish I could be like that but like I said I'm at the mercy of using public restrooms I'm at the mercy of using public uh, or community uh, coffee pots you know when we go into uh, areas so um, I'm taking the, the necessary precautions that I possibly can realistically and still be able to perform the job that we do and that is to move mur- yeah. free. Uh I
0: suggest I did find some gloves online that the gloves are harder to find. But there's these gloves that are only five the uh, other stuff's all jacked up. But these gloves are only five hundred for five bucks and they're the clear white plastic gloves that people use like when they're cooking food. And they go on yeah. real easy and off real easy so they're not real tight. Yeah. And that's what I use I the whole trip for doors, for Uh, Keypads, like even when I went to my uncle's funeral this week, when I went in, I got it to the guest book and everybody was signing their name. I reached down my purse, pulled me out a clean glove, threw it on my hand, and then I signed the book and then I threw the glove off and sanitized. (laughs) You know, so I didn't. I I have to be careful
1: because I am allergic to latex. I'm allergic to latex, so I have to be real careful with stuff like that. But yeah, I mean you know, like I said, we're taking necessary precautions that we can, you know, for the best that we can for the job that we do. So right.
0: Well y'all you know. stay safe, Lori, and I've been already been praying for you and Dave because y'all were sick and kids and stuff and I knew about Dave Thank so you. I love him. Yeah. yeah, he's like family. So, and uh-huh. he might be family actually now that we've looked at our ancestry. But I, uh, I really Maybe appreciate that. you calling in. I have a lot of anxiety about doing shows by myself, and I don't even like to do a show if Lori's not on here with me. But I'm trying to work through this. But I had a, I don't know. I had two of my co-hosts die, and uh, and uh, it's a long story, yeah. but it's been a little bit difficult for me to go on my own ever since then. So I I'm I'm trying to branch out here and work my channel, but uh, it is uh. Wolfpack Radio, uh, blog talk, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash uh, WWG1WGA and my YouTube is Wolfpack PAQ Radio and Lauren's is Global Watchman on YouTube. And so if Watchman. you get a chance to Global check Watchman. us out. The Global what?
1: Watchman News. Make sure you put in Global Watchman News because um, I think there is a Global Watchman over there, but it's Global Watchman News.
0: Okay. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate no. you calling in. All I can tell you guys yeah. is that Uh, the Lord does not instill fear in us. The devil does. So just keep a cool head about you. Don't panic. And just pray about this and just try to be safe and use your common sense. Wash your hands. Try not to panic because we don't even know for sure if it is a a pandemic. But it's not looking real good, but I think everybody's going to be safe. So just – y'all just use some common sense. you know. And uh, anything you want to say, we have 60 seconds left. Just,
1: you know, the same thing, you know, I mean, prepare, I mean, this is, we we can, we can say all we want about this being a fake or a, you know, manipulated event, but the ramifications that we're feeling, the social, political, economic, and, uh, you know, even military effects that we're having is real. Things are closing down, the cities are closing down, uh, we're being put into forced quarantine, so there's definitely something at work here. Um, so, you know, pray up against it. Tomorrow is a, day, a national day of prayer. Let's keep our president in his prayers and keep all of our um, elected officials and our neighbors and our families in, in prayer. Um, I've even right. told people, let's, let's take that one step further. Let's fast tomorrow, and let's really get the Holy Spirit working on this country.
0: Amen. All right, well, we're out of time, so I guess that's it. I'm Hurricane team in, and I'm out. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Bye-bye.